I'm coming to you now from the basin. This is a special bonus teaching that I recorded just for you to break it down a little more, to take it a little deeper. I hope you enjoy this overflow message. Let me know. Let's go. I've been doing things, this is important, in my life that support the flow of the Holy Spirit because when I'm not doing those things in my life, whether that's my relationships or whether that's serving or whether that's kind of like dealing with the weeds in the garden of the things that I say and do that don't match up, which happen every day, when I'm not putting God's word in my heart in a systematic way from a place of, of love, from a place of challenging myself, from a place of asking God to speak to me, reading it through his perspective, not just reading it to see what I already think it means. If I'm not doing those things, I'm not going to come from abundance because, again, I'm coming from my own personal point of view and I'm going to read into every text that I read or every situation that happens, every experience I have. I'm going to read into those things, my own experience, prejudice, belief, insecurity, rather than drawing from those things what God wants me to receive so I can give it. So that's just an example of how it happens in preaching to come from a place of abundance that I've been uh, reading, studying, listening, exposing myself to things that don't take away from the revelation that God has given me by just interfering with noise or kind of perverting things. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm putting things in myself and not just Bible verses, man, but like, but thoughts, dwelling on things, discussing things, opening up. You know, if, if those things are flowing in my life, I'm becoming from abundance. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain, Elijah said. Now, that's not necessarily what the situation looked like, but that's where he was coming from. He was coming from the sound that he heard. Now, I think that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. I think we can say that the words that we put in our hearts, that we allow to dominate, the words that we put in our hearts, the words that we allow to give wind, the words in the form of our thoughts, the words in the form of our meditation, the words in the form of what we say to ourselves, what we say about ourselves, what we think about others, all of those words, they work in the background of our life so that they're either drawing away, creating a leak, you, you know, your internal language, it's either creating a leak and everything that God puts in you, you're going to just feel like never enough, man, I'm never enough. I was in bed eight hours, but I only slept three. I still didn't get enough sleep. That's not necessarily because you're doing something wrong, but I am saying that a lot of times, if I don't pay attention to what goes in during the day, then I, when I lay down at night, when the day is over, I'm not going to have any kind of peace. I'm not going to have any kind of um, real rest. And I'm going to wake up again in the cycle of not enough. Coming from abundance, what does that look like? It looks like believing when I wake up every morning that I have enough time today for what God has called me to do today. Now, Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. So that's a misappropriation if I start going, yeah, but tomorrow, well, plan for it. Think about it. Give structure to it. 
build around it. I do not believe it's wise for you to not have a retirement account and you're 53 years old. I do not believe it's wise for you to have all this empty space in your day or your week or your year. We have nothing to look forward to. I think that's a recipe for depression. I believe that's a, a recipe for a rut where you just automatically do things and kind of like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? No, I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is God gave me the space and grace that I need for today. And that, that belief, that will bring me to a place of abundance because I'm not going into the day going, there's no way I'm going to get it all done. Okay. I'm not going to get it all done today. I'm not going to get it all done tomorrow either. I'm not going to get it all done next week. But by sitting with God, sitting with my list, sitting with the people that are important in my life, figuring out what's important to us, really paying attention. Okay, last week I got off track with this. It wasn't fruitful. Now this week I'm going to prune all that stuff that wasn't fruitful so I can bear the right fruit. These are the things that matter. This is what's important in this season. This is what I can't do anything about. Oh, this is the drama that I'm getting drawn into. You come from abundance when you get clear in your heart with God in his presence about the priorities that he has for you. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. So the things that deplete you, the things that that pull from you, the things that suck the blood out of your, your very being, suck the happiness, suck the energy out of your life, all of those things, that, 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 that make you feel like, ah, I can't do it. They're not all bad. Sometimes you just haven't made the decisions in your daily life, in your weekly life, in the structure of your month, in the structure of your year. You haven't made the decision yet to prioritize God's presence and to prioritize the purpose that he put you here for. So you can't come from abundance because, let me say it one way, that I said it in a sermon one time. It's not an issue of there not being enough resource. It's an issue of there not being clear enough priorities. Sometimes we don't have enough resources, but sometimes we don't have enough priorities. Putting God first means the things that he wants done. How do I know what he wants done? Well, if I spend time in his word, if I spend time paying attention, if I spend time asking the Holy Spirit inside of me, let me see through your eyes, I'm going to know more times than not. And if I pay attention to my last mistake, I'll go, ooh, correction, boom. And I'm going to get better at that as time goes on. And when I fail at it, I'm going to pick myself up and go, okay, all right. Maybe I hit that a little different last time. And you get this, you get this feeling from God when you're off track, don't you? It's like, this is not getting you anywhere. Change, change approach. You know, like change course. And I believe that priorities are a huge part of coming from abundance. I believe that presence is a huge part of coming from abundance. Not only your presence in the moment, but God's presence with you. 
don't know if you understand what it means to have Christ in you. I don't know if you understand what that means, because I know I don't. I'm trying to find out what that means. Problem is, I got so much on me sometimes, pressure on me, that it keeps me from fully accessing, acknowledging, and acting in the power that I have in me, the presence of God in me, Christ in you. I think a lot of us are messed up by the language we learn maybe as children or maybe later in life, but we say, ask Jesus in your heart. I think we have really gotten... um, arrested development when it comes to what that means, because it's like, oh, ask Jesus to come into your heart. He'll save you. That's the way you explain it to a kid because they can't understand salvation. I don't think that is an elementary thing to ask God for. I just think we have an elementary understanding from when he asks Jesus into your heart. When you say, Christ, be in me. You are in me. I thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit in me. Ooh, that's powerful. Okay, that's not some playful little phrase that we teach a preschooler. That's powerful. So I want you to go from a preschool understanding of asking Jesus in your heart or having Jesus in your heart to a powerful understanding of that. Coming from abundance means I am not this needy person who needs to go around begging people for crumbs and scraps all day. I am someone who has great need, but I have a greater God who lives and flows through me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Why did Paul say it that way? Why didn't Paul just say, you know, Christ can do all things through you? Because he wanted us to understand it will take our decision, our initiative. And watch this. This is the last one I want to give you for today. Proactive. So priority Presence, which also goes along with power. How do I come from abundance? Priority. I decide what doesn't get my attention. Presence. Understanding God is with me in this moment. And then I got to be proactive. That means I have to call on Christ. Like Samson called. Remember last week in the hollow place when Samson was like, he cried to the Lord, God, are you going to give me the victory, but you're going to let me out here with chapped lips and parched throat? Die in this desert. And God's like, I just waiting on you to ask me. Boom. Water came from the hollow place. That's how the Holy Spirit works. Ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask your father for more flows. Ask and he will give you your joy and make it complete. You have asked nothing in his name up until now. He's waiting on you to ask and act in what you've asked. What good is it to ask God for something and not act in your belief? Hey, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, make sure to share it and subscribe so we can get you all of these new messages as soon as they're available. I also want to take a moment and thank all of you who are a part of Elevation. Whether you support us financially or serve with us or just share these messages, it's because of you that we're able to reach people all around the world. And if you want more information on how to be a part of Elevation, click the link in the description. Thanks again for listening. Make sure to leave a review, share the message, and subscribe. God bless you.